Welcome, everyone. I wanted to add a little introduction to this episode. It's a special episode where I talk to Ines Shubi, someone I love and I met actually not that long ago through Ellie, who you probably know from our podcast as well. And Ines is a very inspiring and fun and lovely person to be around. And she is here to talk to us today about intuitive eating, about the program that she hosts online called The Nourishing Circle. Now, you may know that I don't often record introductions to our podcast episodes, but I am doing it today because when we were recording this episode, Ines and I didn't realize that by the time this would air, she would open up registration for the next cohort, the next group of people who can join Nourishing Circle. It always has a certain amount of time where you can register, and then it's 12 weeks for that cohort to go through the program of Nourishing Circle, and then it opens up again. May 2nd is when the next cohort can start their experience with Inez. And I'm very excited to tell you that Ines is offering our listeners a 10% discount to join Nourishing Circle. All you have to do is when you have your very first call with Ines, tell her that you came to her through Show Up and Surrender and you will receive the discount. Now, to learn why you might want to do this, I hope you will enjoy listening to this episode of Show Up and Surrender. Welcome to Show Up and Surrender. This is a podcast about life, the good, the bad, and everything that can happen in between. From those big life-changing events to something from your day-to-day -day routine. My name is Biddy. I'm a yoga teacher and I live in the Netherlands. I'm very excited to share the conversations that I have with you. How do you show up and surrender for yourself? Showing up by giving yourself what you need and surrendering to the current moment instead of always striving to be better or looking towards the future, I invite you to every now and then be in the here and now with me for just a moment. I hope this podcast will feel like you are sitting next to me at my kitchen table with your drink of choice, having a good conversation. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone. This is a very special episode for me because today we are talking to someone that I'm so excited to share with you. Uh, we're talking with my friend Inez from uh, the other side of the world and I thought I would just ask her to quickly introduce herself before we dive in. So, hi Inez! Hi, Biddy. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited. Um, I'm so happy you're, you're here. Yes, I'm very honored and um, very where are you joining? Too. Where are you joining us from? I'm <clears throat> sorry, I'm in Australia, in Melbourne, uh, but uh, as you can probably tell, I have an accent and I am uh, originally from France. So it's my early morning as we're recording this and you are starting your evening now. Yes. <laughs> oh, and um, can you tell us, because uh, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into things soon, but can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do? Because what you do is actually part of how we met. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I, my mission is to really support self-employed women to stop stressing about food and their bodies so that uh, they can 
fully step into their power and have the impact that they want to have with their business because without that mental space occupied by stress and worrying about their bodies and the anxiety around food coming from diet culture, I believe that those women can be so much more empowered and have such a bigger positive impact uh, on the planet with their business. So that's what I do. And I do that through uh, intuitive eating and also plant-based eating. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm part of one of the programs that you run. And I, I want to tell people more about that in a moment as well. Um, I, I love your mission. I think it's so good. And I think so, so many people benefit from just taking a moment to actually realize the impact of your relationship with things. So yeah. also with food, because I think so many things that we do, they've just been that way yes. for as long as you can remember. Right. So sometimes we don't even realize um, the relationship we have and how it might be not the healthiest relationship that we have. Mm. So, and, and I, I most often, yeah, sorry. Um, but most often we think that this is just the way it is. And exactly. this is who we are. And I want to remind everyone that, no, this is not who you are. This is who you were taught to be. And there's a lot of um, empowerment in that when we acknowledge this and that we realize that we can take the reins again and we can decide to create a different relationship with food and, and our bodies, which to me at the beginning seemed impossible because I, I come from having that problem as well and that's why it drove me to do what I'm doing today and I just thought like there is no way out like this is just who I am and I, I'm gonna have to deal with that the rest of my life but I want to bring uh, that hope that there is a different way and it's definitely possible for everyone anyone with the proper knowledge to change that. I asked you I think a, a couple of months ago already if you wanted to be a part of our podcast because at some point of course I follow you on social media as well and we'll put we'll make sure that everyone who listens can find you uh, with links to your social and your website um, but at some point I saw you um, sharing something and what I love is that you share like all the good things and you also share all the hard and difficult things and I was at that time I was uh, thinking about okay who do I want to invite for season two for the podcast and a little bit on what the topics might be and then I saw one of your posts where I think you were pretty much at a low point uh, when I saw that post because yeah. you said you uh, decided to reach out for help and I was like this is the ultimate example of showing up for yourself and surrendering to what is in the moment. But then I thought, okay, but how do you see that? Is What does showing up and surrender mean to you personally? How do you show up for yourself? Mm. And what and what does surrender mean? Because I know surrender sometimes can, um, some people think that we mean, oh, you know, you lay down and you just let whatever happens happen to you, which yeah. of course is not how we see it. But <laughs> I would love to hear your take on just just the word show up and surrender. Yeah, I love it. Um, for me, showing up is showing up as your authentic self, uh, as your true self. The For me, it's like the silly like part of me. This is I like not being afraid of um, 
showing up. I've decided uh, like already last year that I would not use any more filters. Not that I was using like filters that changed my face, but just the colors mm-hmm. and that would even out my skin tone. And uh, I decided to, to show up fully uh, to not continue and participate to all the fakeness that there is on social media and just to show show up and as a human being yeah um showing up for myself is carving out the time to have the like um to be curious and to ask myself like what what is going on and what do i need in that specific moment and that's where i've always been naturally a attracted by self-development like books like this is basically (laughs) what I've always read about Uh, just very curious by nature and I've never considered it as like showing up for myself but it was it it, it is and like just trying to understand myself better um, so that I can become a better version of myself not just for me but for others as well for me first uh, because I I think that we should all be our number one priorities in life, even if we have people that we need to care for, whether that's parents or kids, um, partners. um, But if we come from an empty cup, then we're never going to be able to give up to the best of our abilities. So showing up for ourselves so that we can show up for others. Um, And the surrender part, I think I've been dabbling into that just more so since more since like the pandemic and and it's for me surrendering to the all all the range of emotion but more importantly the ones that are a bit more painful and more negative like um i realized that just a few years ago uh i said that i i really believed in my core in my body in my mind that I was never stressed up until that point in my life when actually I was but like I never put that word with the, the feelings that I was feeling in my body for me I was like no I'm not a stressed person like mm-hmm. I'm just a happy and joyful person and so coming with the um, like the, the pandemic coming in and like it was really really tough I just moved to Australia at that time without knowing anyone and having to isolate, like we had a very, very strict lockdown in Australia. Yeah. Uh, especially in Melbourne. And for me, who I thrive in an environment where there are others and I'm surrounded by community, it was really, really tough. And, and I could see the impact not only mentally, but also on my body. And I had eczema like flare up throughout my entire body, which had never happened before. I always had a little bit of eczema, but to that extent, never. And I had to really dig in in and like understanding where that stress and pain came from, even though like I was also trying to reject it. But the fact that I was trying to reject it was not really acknowledging it and was making it last even longer. And surrendering, I'm practicing even more recently because I had that realization that I was not able to grow my business to the extent that I wanted up until now because I was holding a lot of resentment to how slow I was going compared to like the vision that I had when I first started. I've been four years and 
uh, in all honesty, I cannot live off of my business right now. Um, and that was like weighing a lot all these past years. And I realized that that was holding me back actually from growing my business. It was all that resentment that was holding against me, against my body and relying on my business. As like, I had like this codependent relationship with my business, which yeah. relying on it to meet all of my needs, my needs for connection, because I created that community that you're part of, my need for creativity to create something from zero, like from scratch. My, my need for security, for the money coming in, right? Like, and I, I had a, a very like enlightening experience like a few months ago, it was a meditation style. And um, I, I, like what came back was like, let go, let go, let go. Ah, and like, yes. uh, I, from that point on, I'm trying to always ask myself, like, okay, what am I really holding on to that is not serving me that I need to let go? And like, just yesterday I did a meditation. For me, I'm very visual and I, I was seeing like a ring and like, like some sort of like monkeys, like attached with their hands. And I, it, it was like, if I had to like remove their fingers, just so like in the cartoons. Like, like one by one, peeling them yeah, once. Yeah, one by one. Yeah. And so I, I was feeling like I was doing that for each thing that I was holding onto that was not serving me, serving me. And I would see like just the monkey fall off and like being absorbed by a tube and like disappearing. <laughs> I love and that so, visualization. <laughs> it just came like this. Like, yeah. I didn't choose. Um, and so that's, for me surrendering to accepting fully where I am right now, especially on my business. I, I feel like I have done that work with my body, with food and like years ago. And that's what helped me now, like helping you and everyone in nourishing circle and my community. Um, but what's uh, funny about it is that when we do the work on something in one area of our life, Sometimes we don't do and we don't translate that into another area of our life until maybe another point and then we realize, oh, okay, like it's just the same principle. <laughs> it's so true. But it's so different because the, the emotion and the things that are intertwined might be different. But at the end of the day, it's all coming back to who we are and being uh, of love like and, and, and bringing that love forward and trying to like quiet down the the negative emotion because they're not like necessarily there to support us in the long term that it may be a coping mechanism but mm -hmm. being able to analyze that and to to show up to that and like surrendering to them i think is is so powerful there is just so so much power in letting go it's like if if we all have a goal and we're like the goal is like you are the vehicle you're the car and like you you're pressing the pedal like to the max to go as fast as you can but if you're on the brake you're not going to go anywhere and so the surrendering is like letting go of that brake so that you can go at full speed and that's what i hope i can help as many women as possible my vision is one million women to do so that they can yeah. go full speed and have the impact that the, the planet that we all need we need more women in power in, on this planet I love that visualization also of the brake and the gas pedal. Like, yeah, because it, it's so easy to focus on just putting down your foot on the gas. But if you don't also just remember to take your foot off the brake, then nothing is happening. No. That's I love that visualization. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Oh, there's so much there. Can you tell us a little bit more about, because I'm part of Nourishing Circle, which is part of the things that you do, because you have, you have a few more things. People can go on your website and see everything. But can you tell us a little bit about how the idea came to you to start Nourishing Circle? Because what I love about it, maybe we should just explain a little bit about it. Mm. It's, it's a community of women in very different, um, well, di different ages, different uh, fields of work, but somehow we're all very much connected, um, I think through mindset, but also through the things that we are wanting to change in our lives and things that we are working on and the things that we want in life, I think, because yeah. we're all starting uh, or not starting. We all have our own businesses and we're all I think let's let's talk about myself. Let's not talk for others. But I know that one of the things that I struggle with is taking good care of myself while I'm building my business. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the common threads that comes back in our um, in our meetings and in in the chat that we have as well. Um, what what gave you the idea to start Nourishing Circle? Because it's been such a joy for me to be a part of it. Yeah. So. Um... It was uh, many, many years in the making. Um, I'd actually started the first year when I ran my, started my business four years ago. I was in, living in Canada back then. And I was sitting on the bench in the winter. It was minus 40 degrees. Like It was oh. so cold. Oh, no. Um, and I don't know why. I was just, I was alone. I was just called to like sit on that bench and just like be present. And I closed my eyes and I started like, what would you say, like meditating. But I was, it was for me mindfulness. But I, I started having like a vision in my mind. And that vision was uh, a global community, international community online where I could see like this network forming where it would be related to health um nutrition maybe also even movement and stuff like that and that um i would even travel to like different places so that i could like attend webinar live events and stuff like that and so i had this idea since the beginning that i wanted to create a community that for me that was so important especially after having like traveled so much like i mm -hmm. lived in um, in Scotland, in New York, in Hong Kong, in Buenos Aires, in Argentina, then in Canada. And every time I had to build my community from scratch. And, yeah. and for me, having that, to know that I could have community online that I could go to of women who share the same values and who want to improve themselves and have a very um, strong vision to where they want to go in life. Um, it all started there. And then... From there, I, I did like many different things, uh, different programs that, that were always group. So because I, I wanted that community aspect. Um, and after running my last one called like Joyful Healthy Foodie, I realized that I wanted to have a space for women to continue being around each other because I could see how much power that had for them to just be in the same place. Um, going through a transformation together for me and the like a lot of people think community is just people that gather around the shared interest right mm -hmm. uh, but for me the community that I created is I call it like a guided community experience because I want to provide a transformation I don't want just to like 
people of course it's great like i want that i want people to get to meet uh, to meet each other and make friendships but i want to go to the next level i want to yeah. take you all on a journey together that is transformative and that is going to be beneficial for you and so um, i i during lockdown I, i got into ayurveda a lot as well and um And it helped me a lot, understand a lot about my health problems and just mm -hmm. how to be more connected to the earth. And um, and I I heard about this uh, group program from this. Um, I, her name is like uh, her brand name is like Yoga Healer, and mm -hmm. she has this uh, group program that takes through like people through one year uh, through different um, habits. Uh, but there are like 12 habits, and then she repeats them again and again and again, like four times. And I was like, I really love the idea. I've always been um, a nerd about like habit creation. I just love this. I could like just binge watch, binge like read all about habit creation. Like I thought, okay, I'm gonna combine my knowledge around habit creation and my knowledge around nutrition and like how to connect to your body and intuitive eating and feel confident in your body. And I'm gonna create a system where people they don't have to understand how everything works, like uh, because these people are uh, like motivated and like are driven to work on their business. That's what they want to like put their time and energy in. So yes. I want to create a place where they they just have to come and they just have to follow the flow. And so in the Rushing Circle, you have um, 12 experiments as well, one per week, and I have designed them so that they are optimal and like they follow a certain order you to grow into someone that is a kinder to yourself and also can eat intuitively and not rely on diets or anything else and that, so that you can just have always the tools uh, accessible to you to know what to eat when to eat and how much to eat and so now this is how nourishing circle is working and and every week you you've experienced it you're still experiencing it mm -hmm. um you get to know another experiment, nourishing experiment, and go through it, set it up, and in a way that is tailored to you, because I don't believe in the one-size-fits-all. Everyone is going to be somewhere else in their journey, and so that's why I offer different options, and then each option is, like, uh, customizable by the person as well, so that we make sure that it is achievable and enjoyable. These are the two key metrics in order to make it work for you because for me it's more important that you enjoy the whole journey more than just the end result because life is short and there is no time to to waste doing things that makes us miserable like the diets industry has like taught us and made us believe that we have to make sacrifices we have to suffer through a diet change. Yeah. Um But you can testify of that and everyone in Nourishing Circle can testify that every single week it's just pure excitement, fun, joy. Uh, so many happy dances, yeah. Yeah, so many <laughs> happy dances. We celebrate every single week and, um, and that's, what, uh, that's how I created Nourishing Circle. I love that. I love it so much because one of the things that it helped me realize as well, and that's not just about the things that we do in nourishing circles, but it's something that seeps through in other things as well, is that by making goals, like you said, enjoyable and achievable, it is, uh, for one, it, it makes you actually think on a more practical level as well. Like, what, what can you actually do? And mm. like w when we have the experiments, they, are, they all run for one week. So it's a short period of time where you get to think about 
And um, I love that because also I think in our, in the way the world works now, it's so easy to focus on that far away, yes. massive, big goal that you uh, are either successful or you are, I don't know, rich or famous or whatever, whatever you are aiming for. But it's so easy to get um, caught up in thinking that it has to be super big and yeah. it has to be this big gesture where I think the power lies in the small gestures. And if you can stack those on top of each other, one small gesture on top of another, on top of another, it becomes this beautiful collection of things that you can achieve for yourself and for others in a shorter term. And yeah. they they might in the end lead you to this big goal. Sure. And and I'm not saying it's it's a bad thing to have big goals, but I'm I'm really loving how this uh, being part of Nourishing Circle reminded me that the smaller goals are actually to me more important because yeah. because they're more tangible as well. And you can yes. you can work towards them. You can um you can it's easier to adjust as you go because it's it's not this far away dreamlike thing that you hope to achieve one day. No, it's actually a very tangible, practical thing that you can work towards. And I love yeah. that so much. And like as human being, we are all like destined to go towards instant gratification like the brain wants that surge of like happiness and yep. like if we tell ourselves that uh you want to become like a millionaire for example and like make a million with your company but you're making like 500 <laughs> per month yeah it seems just like it's just like when you're starting a, a hike and at the bottom of uh mount everest and then you look up and you're like how the fuck am i gonna get exactly there? yeah but like how are you gonna get there is taking one step after another after another after another and these are like all the small action that we take yeah that are adding up and like if you improve yourself by just one percent so one person is like literally nothing it's like telling yourself i'm just gonna breathe deeply one time today like yeah. that's it um and if you improve yourself by just one percent every single day throughout a year 365 days you end up 37 percent better than you were at the beginning of the year that's yeah. huge 37 better yeah. like this is a huge like accomplishment but this happened over 365 days without you realizing because just one percent and the problem is that when like all the diet industry and um and also the society that we live in like especially for entrepreneurs like us like and i fell into that trap both trap for the diet for the for the like business of like shooting for the stars like um okay i want like i want to lose x like 10 kilos or i want to make like 10 times the amount of money that i'm making with my business but when we do that and we just focus on that big picture we're not really um seeing how we can get there we're getting more overwhelmed than anything and when we get overwhelmed we are then stuck in 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 action and we're it's just too too complex too complicated and we are driven by fear, uh, like avoiding fear and like maximizing pleasure at all time. And so if that overwhelm gets too big, then you're just going to go back to like what you were doing before 
and not change because you see and uh, um, correlate that change to too much pain and not yes. enough pleasure because you're like, ah, this means so much sacrifice, so much like I need to give up or so much effort. It's like, it just seems impossible. But when you break it down and I just like yesterday, like I'm, I'm part of a certification online for plant-based nutrition at the moment. And um, there was a psychologist who talked about this and like habit change. And mm -hmm. it was like, um, it's all about taking that small step all about the small step but like nobody wants to hear that that's not something that makes you dream like because it's I'm not gratifying just, yeah. yeah it's like uh, you're like yeah right like i'm never gonna get there but yes you are actually it has been proven time and time again this is the way you're gonna make change not by changing by like 180 degree your lifestyle from one day to the next you can see for yourself you can see from everyone come new year's everybody who has healthy intention they make <laughs> yeah. a drastic change And they can only follow up with it for like a week, two, maybe a month max. And then the thing is that people come back every year and year after year after year and they set the same intention because why? Because they've never reached them. And that's because the way they've like the process to get there was inefficient. Yeah. But it's just because we don't know better because that's how we live in a lie where everything is portrayed as to be like, oh, but you can make that six figures in six months. I did it. So can you like, but you don't have the background on that person and like the privileges that they had access to and, and their story. And like, same for the nutrition, like uh, actually studies show that the people who like lose drastically, like the weight, like very fast and in a short period of time, like, and in with any diet, like there is like 80% of people put all the weight back on and even put on more weight afterwards. Yeah. So this is not the way to go. It obviously doesn't work, but nobody wants to tell us that because the diet industry wants to make money off of you. So and, and they <laughs> they are really good at it as well. They 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 are so smart about the yeah, diet industry. Yeah, because they know about human yeah. psychology yeah. and people don't, and yeah. so they just leverage that. And when you think about it, like the diet industry is the only industry where people blame themselves for not getting the results instead of the product or the service right like if yeah. you get something that is shipped from amazon and it's all destroyed you're not gonna blame yourself you no. don't blame amazon <laughs> so true as yeah. a carrier and the industry is like so fucked up that it it made makes us believe that we are the one who are faulty when we're not yeah they're just played the levers to make us believe that that's like next level And yeah, I want people amazing. to I want to spread yeah. that message so everyone can stop blaming themselves for not getting the result that they want, especially when it comes to nutrition, losing weight and stuff like that. Because it's not them. They've been blamed. Thank you so much for that. That's it's such a powerful message as well. And I think that's one of those things, right? Where it's been like this for as long as you can remember. And you just think that that's the way it is like like you said before it's it's it takes it takes someone like you to point it out and for people to realize like hey wait is 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 this the way that it should be or not yeah oh, yeah and someone pointed that pointed it out for me because i didn't know and for 10 years of my life i yeah. felt miserable uh in terms of like like how I related to my body and how I was eating until I found intuitive eating. And that's what really gave me the power again because the power was, uh, the food had power over me. Yeah. 
Can you, t- can you talk a little bit more about what intuitive eating means for, for in case people do- don't know that yeah. are listening? So basically, intuitive eating is about learning how to connect to your body again and to the message that it's sending you, such as, like, you know, you have cues that are sent to you by your body all the time. Like, yeah, like just even feeling tired or having hunger, fullness and all these things. These are messages that are coming at all time, but we have been brought up in society where we are not paying attention to those and like we're putting them on the side. So intuitive eating reconnects us to those cues um, and also helps us develop tools um, to cope with different uh, things that happen in life. So that means uh, coping with uh, the different emotions that we have because we all know that the way we eat is very linked to, uh, to the way we feel and so um, it's also about teaching us like why like why do I be, like behave in this way around food and under, understanding like the psychology behind it um, and the patterns that we have so it's giving basically the power again to us to to get to know ourselves better to connect to ourselves better to arrive to a point where you Like, I was binging on, like, anything. Like, come, like, mid-afternoon, I I was just eating, and I could not stop. Like, I was, um, if I had a cake, I was, like, slicing, 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 and I was alone. Nobody saw me, so I was like, okay, nobody knows I have a problem with food. <laughs> um, and, and now, knowing that my triggers, and uh, knowing that when I'm stressed, when I feel lonely... Uh, I, I used to go towards food, but understanding that food is just one tool, one tool that is not really effective at like giving us uh, the support that we need. Like it's gonna give us a short relief in that moment. Like mm-hmm. yes, it's gonna make us like happy, or like it's gonna m- bring the focus on something else that like is more pleasurable, and you're not focusing on the thing that is more painful, right? Um, but at the end of the day, it's not going to solve the problem. Like if you're like coping with like an emotion through food, it's just going to offer you that short relief. And so having the tools in your toolbox to access to them whenever you need them, whether you're feeling lonely, you're feeling uh, stressed and you have developed like those different habits around that, like doing yoga and like I use, you are one of my tools. Like when I feel like a bit stressed and I need to like slow down. I know I'm gonna go to your online yoga portal and yoga Bayou and I'm gonna tune, like choose a little uh, yoga session and I'm gonna do that and that's gonna bring me back to like a place of balance. And so knowing that I have access to these tools at all time and we all have, it's just about creating the habits around that and knowing which they are and what works best for us. And in order to know that we need to experience it because It's not about you reading about it. It's until you've experienced it for yourself and know that this works or doesn't, um, that you are able to like add it to your toolbox. And so basically that's what we do in Nourishing Circle. It's just about testing out different tools, connecting to ourselves again, and so that you don't ever need someone to tell you what to eat, when to eat, how much to eat. Like you can put all the diets to the garbage and not have a look ever again and and feel confident in your body and, and know how to nourish it, not just with food, but with all the other things that nourishes you. 
And so that's why I call it Nourishing Circle. I love <laughs> the it. The community. Yeah. I, I love that because even though it's called intuitive eating, it it sounds like, and that's what I'm experiencing as well, is that it's not just about your relationship with food, but it's really about your relationship with yourself. Yeah. Because you get to know yourself better. Because once you start yeah. recognizing your own patterns, you start to understand yourself a little bit better and why you do the things you do. And it's it's so helpful to be guided through that because sometimes even when you recognize a pattern that you have yourself, like I know that my comfort food was tomato soup with a grilled cheese sandwich for like as long as I can remember. But to to link why that works, to understand what it actually means and what the, the connection is, why it is comforting, is something that is so helpful to realize, oh, that's why I do that. And that doesn't mean that I will never use that comfort food again because yeah. it's delicious. But it's it's so good to recognize it so that you know that there are also other ways that you can achieve the same effect. Yeah, because that, once you realize the need that yes. you're um, feeding, feeding yeah. through yeah. that food, you can associate it with many other things. Like yes. It's like, yeah, if you need, like, I don't know, what, what is the need that you're feeling uh, when you eat? This it's, it's like the familiarity of uh, remembering, you know, the grilled cheeses that my mom made when, mm. you know, and it's, it's this comforting, being supported kind of feeling that comes with mm. it. And then soup is always somehow really warming for me. And it reminds me of cold days where you would sit and you would have the warm soup. And it's, again, it's it's really about feeling safe, I think, and supported. Mm, so th and then real realizing that, it's, it's amazing because that's been like that for forever. And I never thought about it. But then getting triggered to think about things like that and realizing like oh but then if I do that then something else that could also give me that feeling would be maybe to call someone and talk to to, to someone that I love and yeah. you know it's it opens up this world of possibilities when you get to know yourself a little bit better and you know like oh so when I want this what I'm actually looking for is that little layer underneath and yeah. there's like 20 more answers to that question. Yes. Yeah. Just it, it's so powerful when we carve the space for self to do that self-exploration. But I know it can be hard. Like as an entrepreneur, uh, I know how busy it gets when you have to wear all of the hats. Yes. And so it's difficult to tell yourself, I'm going to carve at this time. But like once you, you join a community and you have a framework, you don't have to think about how to do it the things like already in place for you to like um cr hold that space for yourself it's just that's that's the reason why i created nourishing circle again to make it easy for you yes. to get to know yourself better and this is not only going to make you feel better because i believe that if you want to run a business and you feel stressed and you're tired and all this like you're never going to be at 100% capacity and you're not going to be able to grow the business as big or like as fast as you want because of your health like physically it's not going to be possible yeah um but once you also know yourself better like in your business when you're connected to yourself of like this is what's like nourishing me the activities that i like to do and these are like the things that are really draining then you can start analyzing okay yeah maybe i need help with these things and like it's just about like when you know yourself so much better 
you can make more informed decision for your business as well. Like this, like intuition is part of every aspect of our life, you know, relationship and, um, yeah. in, yeah, pretty much everything we do. So exactly. it's, uh, it translates, we start with food, but then it expands like infinitely. Like yeah. I've heard it many, many times that women came in for that one reason to just heal their relationship with food, but that it served them in so many different levels that didn't they didn't expect. Yeah. I think I think we're we've been talking for a while, so I think we'll start rounding it up soon, but I want to say one more thing because I always thought like I never really did diets and stuff like that. And I thought I had a really healthy relationship with food. And I think I think I did for most part. But what I didn't have a healthy relationship with, and I just want to point that out for people listening who think, but I have a really healthy relationship with food. I don't, I don't need to think about that. Um, what I noticed is that, yes, I had a pretty good relationship with food because I love food. <laughs> but also, I didn't have the best relationship with taking care of myself. And I mm. forgot for the longest time that, of course, food is part of that. Because I would be the person thinking, but yeah, no, but I cook a really healthy dinner almost every night. So, you know, that's super healthy. But I would also be the person like rushing my banana on my way to the tram um, to, to go teach a yoga class or just skipping my lunch because, you know, uh, oh, wow, it's 5 p.m. already. Where did the time go? So yeah. learning now to recognize the signals that my body gives me better as well. Um, is been such a mind-blowing experience for me because I, I love how that works, right? You're a yoga teacher. I'm a yoga teacher. And all I do is try to help people connect to themselves and their own feelings and their emotions. And I'm really, I'm pretty good at it, I think. And Yeah, you are. <laughs> but then doing it for myself is such a different thing. And then to relate... Um, um, taking care of myself to food has been that has been my way in and I never would have thought that this would be my way in to take better care of myself until I started doing it it and I of course I came to you through Ellie who's our mutual friend who was raving about you for for so long before I met you already and then we met at uh, the coming home retreat and I was like you know what I I really want to try this because it sounds so interesting never had I expected it to have the effect that it's been having and it's it's so so amazing to me to realize like oh wait it can it can be this easy to make small changes but mm. I just needed like this different way in to do it because I I would stick to what I was familiar with right because yeah well for one that's 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 comforting and easy but then for me focusing on on the yoga practice doesn't always work because it's also my job so of course when I try to nourish myself through yoga it's going to trigger other parts in my brain yes. as well because if I go to a yoga class I also think like oh that's an interesting way to approach this pose or oh I wonder why she chose this sequence you know so it, yeah. it's it, work brain is on it's yeah. very very seldom that I get to just be just gone in my brain and just enjoying the movement yeah so right yeah <laughs> so then to have to have this this new way in it's been yeah I just want to I just want to thank you because it's been such a joy for me to take care of myself through this and also to meet amazing women because it's just 
we have such an amazing group of women and we meet once a week and it's just yeah it makes me extremely happy I'm so so happy I like it's like the best feeling when I hear it, these feedback like you and enjoying the experience so much and getting even more than what you could have expected is yeah. like my mission is accomplished like I I just this is what brings me the most uh, joy in my life knowing knowing that so thank you so much for sharing that oh yeah I so we will put links to everything in the description of the podcast and also go to the website and I will make sure that there's uh, all the links to Ines there as well in case you can find them here is there anything that I forgot to ask you that I should have asked you or that you want to share with us um, I would just say that if you felt connected to to us during that episode like make sure you're to reach out because you know like follow for you follow your intuition when when you click with someone whether that's virtual or in person sometimes we are afraid to take that step towards that person um and i have been practicing that but i think it's because it comes pretty like um easy for me as a social butterfly mm -hmm. uh, but I know it, it doesn't come as easy to everyone so um, just this is your little note from the universe telling you like whether that's connecting with us right now or like connecting with the person that you met yesterday in the tram or whatever I just uh, want you to go and reach out because you never know what's uh, what could be possible and how, what's gonna what is this going to create like We are here sitting on this, um, doing this episode right now because I joined a community uh, actually um, a while back where I met Ellie and then I met her through a Zoom call and then we connected through Ellie and now we're here and then someone is listening. You are listening. And um, and so it's always, it's a big web of connection and uh, it's just what makes our power duplicate when we connect with those people who we have a strong, strong like attraction to. So um, I welcome everyone personally on my Instagram I do video message because I think this is more like personal more and great. Feel yes. the, the closer to a real interaction with someone. So uh, if you have any questions, just reach out to me on Instagram. It's pretty simple. It's just uh, Ines underscore Shubi, uh, I-N-E-S, and then Shubi is S-C-H-U-B-I. This is my, my main platform where I share everything and my little tips and tricks and inspiration to be your, your true self and your best self. So make sure uh, to connect with me, with Bidi, yes. with everyone that you be called to. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Bidi. Thank you so much. That was so, so cool. I loved it. Thank you so much for listening to Show Up and Surrender. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information about the podcast and about our guests, go to showupandsurrender.com. On our tips page there, you can also find links to anything that we may have mentioned and ways to connect to our guests. We'll be back soon with another episode of Show Up and Surrender. I hope you'll join us.